Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Longhorn Notebook. A Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert, your Longhorn lender. See if Aaron can do for you what she did for Linda and me, and that's to get that home loan approval turned around in a snap. She is, after all, who the person who can make that 10-day home loan approval guarantee a reality. Check her out on the web at BowersockTeam.com, B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, BowersockTeam.com. Okay, as I mentioned, the team got here yesterday, and um, it was just to let – I like to let folks know a little bit what, you know, what it's like sometimes – uh, traveling with the team, it isn't always as smooth and and seamless as you might imagine. Uh, yesterday, the team boards a charter flight, took off pretty close to on time, landed in Kansas City, pulled up the the plane pulls up to where they would disembark, and then we all sat. And the reason was there was the the, the airport where the team flies into is not. The, the airport, the major Kansas City International Airport, the one that's way up, you know, north of town. I used to joke that it's pretty close to the Missouri-Nebraska uh, state line. It's I joke, but but still, it's pretty far up there, like 25 miles north of town. And uh, but they don't fly into that one. There's the the older, original, more downtown airport uh, is close by to downtown. It's just on the other side of the Missouri River. Uh, just north of downtown. And normally, when the charter planes go in there, it's pretty quick and easy. They get in, they get them off the bu- off the plane, get them on the bus, and they go in. However, where they landed with this particular uh, charter flight, another team had come in. I think it was Miami. I was trying to see looking out the window, and I thought I saw black warm-ups with green trim, the only team that has green in its uniform are the ones that are playing here this weekend, is Miami. And I thought that's what I saw. I, could, I couldn't say for sure. But there was another charter on the ground, and they were rolling the stairs over there. It turns out on that side of the airport where those charter planes landed, there was only one set of those portable stairs, you know, when you disembark from the plane and go down. So they had to wait for them to get that all the way down. And then I think it's an FAA regulation that they started putting fuel into the aircraft. And when you do that, you have to have the steps there just in case something happens and they have to evacuate the flight crew. So we waited and waited and waited. And it was almost an hour before the team finally got off. But they did, got off, got loaded on the bus, came over to the team headquarter hotel. Uh, It was basically drop your bags in the room. Maybe you got 10 to 15 minutes to unpack and then head back downstairs so they could – uh, make the dinner appointment. So they did that, and uh, and then after dinner came back uh, over to the hotel, and they had a meeting uh, last night, uh, which is pretty normal for them. They'll they'll have a meeting after after dinner, and then uh, and then in the morning more of that. In addition to in this particular case, uh, some academic time with study hall time going on as well before they get to the practice time this afternoon. And so after the meeting last night when the players came out. Uh, Christian Bishop sat down with me 
And uh, we had a had a little chat for just a few minutes and talked about his time being back here in Kansas City and getting ready for this game and just getting his body ready for yet another postseason round of play, my conversation with Christian Bishop. It's a general question folks ask this time of year when you've played 36 ball games and seasons been going on for several months and all the offseason. First and foremost, physically, yeah. how do you feel? I mean, I feel pretty good. I feel like all summer we know we've been working uh, to this direction. And so just keeping my body in shape and maintaining what I got going on. So I'm feeling good. I'm ready to play. Do you have to do any specific maintenance things other than what uh, uh, John has you guys going through for for conditioning and in the training and things and nutrition and stuff like do you have to do anything different or is it the same routine that goes on even since going back to October? Yeah. So for me, you know, I just kind of been working on like discipline and stuff. And so I'd be taking like a full like polar plunge, getting the ice bath neck deep for five minutes. I do that every single day. And then also just whether it's ice on my knees after practice, the Norman Tech boots, and just little extra things like stretching or whatever it may be. So I use that to keep my body going. And then uh, one other thing I like to do is, like, I've been doing this, uh, like, not a, not a tempo run, but, like, you know, a little tempo bike ride. And so I just extra 10, 15 minutes to keep my condition and make sure I don't get out of shape. I got yeah, I, I to gotta ask you about the polar plunge. Yeah. Do you like that? I don't like it at all. So I've actually never taken an ice bath. Like I took one my freshman year, and I'm like, never again. I'm good. I haven't taken one for like four years now. And so, you know, I just want to work on discipline. And so that's why I started doing it every day. And so it's been super beneficial. I feel great, feel healthy, and uh, I feel way better, honestly, doing it. So, I, I sort of say it makes yeah. you feel better after you get done? Yeah, once I'm out of there. once When I'm in there, my body be going in shock. I'm shaking. My body comes out super red. But once I get going back, I'm good. Let me get your thoughts on it. So much has been said about how this team is so together, so tight. When did you first start seeing that happen with this group? You know, I feel like it's starting the summer. Uh, there's not a lot of teams that you have players like everybody can mesh. You know, there's usually like different cliques. We don't have that over here. You know, we may have some older guys and some younger guys, but I mean, that's no different than anything. And so everybody has some type of relationship on the team. And I feel like that builds our camaraderie. Was there any point that you can remember where it was coming to you like, this could be really special. This group of guys is really tight knit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, whenever that adversity struck in the middle of the season, uh, I think everybody really came together. You know, like this is our team now, and so we just taking the identity on and following RT's lead. It's just been super beneficial to the program. I have to ask you about being back in your hometown area. I know you got a lot of questions yeah. about it being from Lee Summit. First of all, for for Longhorn fans who don't know how close Lee Summit is to the T-Mobile Center. How far is it? It was like 20, 25 minutes. Yep. And, and how many how many friends and family did you have during the Big 12 tournament? I had at least like 20 every single game. So they, they come out and support me. So I got to do my part and sh- uh, show out in front of them. But it's great that they're able to come and show love. Is it going to be the same for this? I know NCAA tournament's different with tickets. Yeah. But, but, I mean, are you going to have a, another good family contingent? Oh, yeah. Everybody's been hitting me up talking about they're trying to come to the game. So I'm doing the best I can. So if any of you guys are listening, I love y'all. I'm sorry I couldn't get you tickets. But I'm going to get most of you guys. So we're going to see. Uh, what does it mean to you personally to get a chance to play here again and now 
you win two games, then you get to go to the Final Four. So what, what does it mean to you to play in front of the hometown fans here with so much at stake? Man, you can't you can't write the script any other way. You know, a lot of people don't get an opportunity their last season to uh, win a championship in their city, and let alone come back for a Sweet 16. And so I'm just blessed to be in this situation. Uh, you know, I just try to keep my head on straight and take care of my part of this bargain and uh, just let the journey continue. Uh, I've heard Xavier kind of compared to a, a type of a version of like Kansas with the yeah. physical guys get in and out, can shoot the threes. Is, is that kind of your impression? What really strikes you about them? Yeah, you know, they got tons of players top to bottom. Uh, their starting five is phenomenal, and they also got other great players off the bench. Well coached team, and, uh, you know, they play hard. They're tough. Uh, tough. They shoot the ball well and move around well, but, I mean, so do we. And so we just have to do what we do, you know, apply some pressure and uh, focus on our game plan. And so we'll be prepared. Have you guys asked RT about you know, his former player with Sule Boom, you know, playing yeah. for Xavier? No, he's definitely talked about that a little bit, so um, talked very highly about him, and so that we know we got to be on point when we're guarding him, and so we just got to be ready for him. Uh, talking about Sule Boom, that's uh, the uh, grad transfer from Oakland, California. He's our leading scorer. He averages 16.5 points per game. He's the guy who played for Rodney Terry at UTEP. And I think Rodney will tell you, and, and, and I'm sure he'll be asked about it in the news conference. Put it this way. I mentioned this last week. I don't normally ask too many questions in the news conference because I get the opportunity to visit with the head coach. Uh, but uh, if nobody asks him about it, and I'm sure he will be, but if nobody asks him about Sule Boom, I will uh, because uh, this is a guy who's shooting 41% from three-point range, a 6'3 guard, He's an 87% free throw shooter who's hit 151 out of 174 free throws uh, this season. Uh, And I think Rodney will say if he was asked, uh, if he's asked about the news conference, and he will be, like I said, one way or another. Either somebody else will ask him or I will. But uh, I think he will mention that he tried to get him to transfer to Texas, but he had already made his decision to go to Xavier. Uh, and so, so that was the deal with that. But uh, anyway, that's uh, uh, that's uh, my conversation with Christian Bishop. And it'll be if you missed any part of it, uh, certainly it'll be on our pi- our podcast page at hornfm.com.